0: Classic Business with Michael Avery, sponsored by Alex Forbes, for insight, advice and impact.
1: Well, it's Monday here on Classic Business. That means time to talk entrepreneurship. Uh, and a uh, great pleasure to welcome David Marobe, who's Executive General Manager for Impact Investing and Business Partners. They're, they're one of the country's largest funders of SMEs. Uh, to talk about the key findings from the latest quarterly SME confidence index that they compile and how despite the numerous challenges faced by our entrepreneurs and small business owners uh, they are gaining some confidence in public and private sector initiatives aimed at creating a more enabling and supportive business environment that's certainly a key takeaway for me David uh, welcome to the show and all the best for the new year
0: thank you very much for having me and all the best to for the new year for you too and the listeners.
1: Now, just remind us how the uh, SME Confidence Index is compiled. How do you put it together?
0: Look, it's a way of us uh, keeping in touch with our SMEs. We we do this uh, quarterly survey that is sent by a service provider to SMEs across the board. And then through this uh, index, we gauge the buoyancy of our SME sector. Um, And we, we also want to get to understand the social and economic issues that are affecting small and medium enterprises in South Africa. And then what we do with those results, we avail them to stakeholders to create and shape an environment which hopefully will continue to grow and be more conducive for SMEs.
1: And that's ultimately what we should all be supporting. I'm always reminded of what um, Jack Ma said at uh, President Ramaphosa's first investment conference, that we should be making our SMEs, our entrepreneurs, our everyday heroes in South Africa. They're the individuals, the men and women who, despite load shedding and gloomy, pessimistic outlooks for the political economy, get out of bed every day. And they go to work and they, they set about creating economic prosperity. They create jobs, they pay taxes and and really are the everyday heroes. Given that, how have these challenges like load shedding and the low growth in South Africa impacted confidence levels of SMEs in the last 12 months?
0: It has had uh, some kind of um, impact on our small and medium enterprises. And remember, this load shedding comes on the back of uh, a very subdued growth rate for the last couple of years, not too long away also from the COVID pandemic that we had about three years or so back. So effectively, um, the SMEs have been really under strain, and hence their perception about their businesses growing in the 12, in the next 12 months. Uh, has dipped a bit compared to the same period about last year. I think there's been about a 5% dip in terms of their own expectations. Albeit that some of our small and medium enterprises have been looking for alternative ways to sustain, notwithstanding these challenges such as load shedding, such as low growth, they are now getting alternative energy sources. They are getting um, any uh, some way to sustain despite the challenges because uh, one thing that we have seen with our small animals they remain eternal optimist even though they are expressing uh, a bit of a gloomy look because of these low shedding channel
1: challenges yeah I mean that that stood out for me it's that resilience that our new um, UFC uh, champion, du Duplessis, was talking about uh, when he won. I'm sure many people who've never even heard of UFC uh, are now uh, ardent fans now that we've got a South African champion. But it was resilience. And, that, you know, that was the bottom line of what he's trying to say about South Africa and, and South African people. And that's why I think if you look through the report, there there is an increase in confidence level, seven percentage points regarding uh, the local economy's conduciveness for business growth. And I did find that quite interesting. What do you see as the the big factors that are contributing to that positive shift amongst our entrepreneurs?
0: I think, effectively, there's there's been a few things that government has been doing right, albeit that the pace of change is rather slow. But you can see where the leadership is uh, intent on making sure that the corruption challenges are being attended to, that malfeasance is being eroded in the public sector per se. But also there's been some positive steps, uh, especially by the um, Minister of Small Businesses in proposing a new bill, Uh, that will serve uh, the small and medium enterprises. So there are some green shoots that, uh, you know, it could be better going forward in that the bill proposes uh, a dedicated ombud for small and medium uh, enterprises so that they can uh, resolve issues uh, at an expedited rate. And uh, that would sort of alleviate the exorbitant legal fee costs that most SMEs uh, are forced to to live with so this mm. step could have contributed greatly towards uh, the positive sentiments uh, first in the economy and first and also in government itself
1: That's something we don't talk about enough on the show the National Small Enterprise Amendment Bill uh, How do you foresee the bill addressing the regulatory improvements needed by SMEs Is, is it going to help them uh, for instance, in ensuring that suppliers pay within 30 days, for example, I know that uh, is a common gripe amongst our SMEs that they just can't get favorable payment terms or um, at least ensure that uh, many large corporates or those in government uh, who who are big culprits here uh, stick to paying within 30 days.
0: No, 100%. And the the issue of payment always stands out when we talk about just the regulatory environment. But most times it is referred to the way government is uh, uh, running issues where SMEs have got uh, to get access to uh, ability or the right to operate. So the extent of the requirements involved and the high costs of comp. Uh, compliance tend to be quite onerous on small businesses and it provides a relative high burden to our small and medium enterprises. So any steps towards addressing those regulatory challenges, including where it touches the payment, especially by the public sector, but not leaving out the private sector in some instances as well, would bring about some relief and hopefully a boon for SMEs if these things are tended to very well, because it's been a constant in all the SME index surveys that you've undertaken over the number of years where the regulatory burden has come out quite strongly.
1: Yeah, and we do. We need differentiated regulation for SMEs in, in certain areas when it comes to labour, when it comes to reporting and compliance uh, and even tax, for example. Now, the the bill proposes the establishment of the Small Enterprise Development Finance Agency. So we've got another acronym when it comes to funding SEDFA. Uh, what role do you see SEDFA playing in providing support, including finance, but Beyond that, so things like business advice and incubator support to SMEs?
0: I guess it behoves government to review the, the way the service being delivered to the targeted uh, uh, business community, in this instance, small and medium enterprises, and see if the agencies have been effective in reaching out to the small and medium enterprises. So effectively, from our side, we're saying, um, I think perhaps it's probably long overdue, and that's what SMEs themselves feel, that have a one-stop service. Uh, why have one agency doing part of it which may not be accepted, nor be, you know, well coordinated with an agency that provides a complementary service. So a one-stop service will make sure that when SMEs need finance they will get finance. but that will be coupled with business advice. it will be coupled with business development services as well as facilitation and incubator support if needs be. So I think for if I think what it does prove is that the state um, wants to make sure, that our businesses get the resources they need to thrive and for that we commend them. The implementation will be the test and I'm hoping that SIDFA won't be just a, just one name change and a combination of these agencies but make sure that the delivery goes to the benefit and a boon for the industry.
1: Yeah, delivery I, I hope that that is the President's tone again when he comes to his State of the Nation address. Uh, we don't need new plans, we, we don't need to reinvent the wheel often it's just about execution and ensuring that we do what we say we're going to do to help foster that environment for SMEs. Considering the findings that you've just discussed in this report and some of the really quite surprising positive indicators, what are your predictions for SME growth in
0: 2024? It's a bit of a you know difficult one to put one's finger on but i leverage of the fact that the smes themselves were a bit concerned about growth in the next 12 months hence the 5% reduction compared to the last quarter of the survey and it's also a year in which um elections are taking place and uh, most people including smes themselves tend to be a bit reticent to see what directions is the country going so they are hesitant to commit to financial commitments they are hesitant to commit to whatever expansion plans they may have at that particular moment so up until those elections get by maybe the economy will get back to tick normally as we know so Mm. probably same level until Until post-elections, once we know that there's policy certainty, there's stability in terms of change over, and hopefully we don't see some of the dramas that played out in local government where coalitions were more of a burden than a way of aiding government to function better. And we're hoping that doesn't sort of manifest at all levels or all tiers of government being local, provincial, and national. So there's a wait-and-see attitude that we all have most SMEs have, and then we'll see, I would expect probably a more similar growth as we've had last year until post the elections and we'll see what trajectory it will take thereafter
1: Yeah, the yeah. Uh, elections, uh, the the big joker in that pack, as you say, who knows how coalitions uh, if they do uh, come into being will play out at a national level. One hopes for mature political leadership and maybe not some of the uh, brinkmanship and horse trading that we've seen at local government. Uh, certainly here in Johannesburg, uh, it, it, it has left a, a really sour taste in the mouth of most uh, voters and 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 rate payers just lastly what would your advice david uh, be for smes for entrepreneurs uh, to help navigate what is going to be quite a tricky year still continued load shedding political uncertainty um what would your advice be to help steer their businesses through all of the minefield
0: i think the important fundamentals that remain you you need to keep the business sustainable Uh, So whatever needs to be, if it means that get some kind of technical assistance uh, for you to keep it, to keep those lights burning, consolidate uh, whatever balance sheet strengths you need to have in place, if there are opportunities to expand, which you are still hesitant to Consolidate, plan better in terms of how when that opportunity comes about, you will realize it. Rather be ready than not. Only, don't only start planning one, post the elections, but do it now in preparations because ultimately the country, the country still needs to continue functioning. There will still be need for goods and services that need to be provided to customers. And I think maybe the last part that I could raise... It's hopefully once that is consolidated, financiers such as ourselves would be looking out for opportunities to realise those expansion plans for you as an entrepreneur, so better access to financial support and all other forms of support, if so, required. We would like to play a role in helping those entrepreneurs realise those dreams. You mentioned earlier on that entrepreneurs are are the heroes of our economic society, and without the proper support that they require... They won't realize the jobs that they may create, their own growth and contribution to the economy that we so much require.
1: Absolutely. David Mirobe, thank you very much. Executive General Manager for Impact Investing at Business Partners, uh, sharing his outlook and some advice for uh, SMEs in this week's uh, entrepreneurship feature here on Classic Business. And that's a wrap for your uh, Monday edition of Classic Business, composure of the week next, followed by jazz from nine until midnight. Good night.
0: Classic Business with Michael Avery sponsored by Alex Forbes for
1: insight, advice and impact.